Oh my goodness. Look at this. We got Rob in the middle with nothing, of course. No no pitcher. We got Luke. Numa Numa. <laughs> and, hey. and we're missing and we're missing Rick. So Rick's overseas. Uh, yeah, Rick's overseas. He's bowling in the World Lawn Bowling Championship, or I believe that's what it's called. I put a link in the the thing below if anyone's actually watching, um, that they can get it. His first game is at six fifteen a.m. Eastern time on Friday morning. Um, so yeah, wish Rick good luck. He's sixty six to one odds to win. Apparently, you can bet on him on some sports books. I don't know where that is, but I would love to. But Put anyways, down Put down anyways, yeah, <laughs> we're gonna run it without Rick this week. Uh, I'm gonna try my best to do the uh, the Rick thing. Um, so yeah, special team show. We got Luke, Rob, myself, and uh, yeah, let's let's get it. We'll strap our helmets on and and get going. So. Um, yeah, so week 17 in the books, we've got the NFC and AFC number one seeds locked up. And what do you guys think of the week? Well, being a Lions fan, I think everybody knows how I feel. Yeah. Um, So I'll leave it at that. Okay. All right. That's fair. I, I imagine as an Eagles fan, probably most people know how you feel too. Hey, Luke. Yeah, I think I was pretty expressive over the weekend. Um, <laughs> yeah, I wasn't too sure so, if, um, if there were some I, I new was years. having my, I had a meltdown because I just couldn't take it anymore. I just, it, it, I've honestly been saying it for like probably since like week three or four, where you know most teams are starting to turn things around, and uh, they just played the same game all year, and then those the last play, like where they're running the sneaks, and and I thought maybe Hertz was just being hurt and like i'm gonna wing it no that those were called plays like yeah <laughs> they were trying to ju- they were literally trying to justify doing that and i just thought like there's no hope like like if, if this week's eagles team plays and they will that week's eagles team will play in the playoffs um i can't think of too many teams are going to beat right now <laughs> yeah that's fair i um i think all three of us were sad with our teams like we got crushed i wasn't like sad with day. my team yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the Lions got ripped. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think, think the Lions got ripped. That was, that was a crazy game. I think we're sad as fans. I and you know what? I was blown away with the whole Lions thing. As a Vikings fan, I feel bad for the Lions. So, not um, the first time we got screwed in Dallas. Yeah, with or any playoff implications on the line. Yeah, but exactly. You've made it. You made it, baby. You clinched oh, the North no. still. That was first seed we were playing for. That's true. That's true. It I, was a big deal. Yeah. No, it, it, it's a huge deal for sure. And um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what, what happens next week. I mean, I imagine the Niners and the Ravens are planning on sitting. I don't know if anyone is on the loop with that, but um, now that they've got I, I think you'll up, see some people play, right? But you'll, you'll oh, see sure. stars. You know, maybe Lamar will get out there for a drive or two, but... Nothing yeah. big. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah, I, think, I think the Niners would be crazy to play McCaffrey next week. I think I think you got to like at some point you got to sit him. Like give that guy a break, man. He's been a he's been an incredible workhorse. Yeah. Everything he before does, he even got to the 49ers. <laughs> like, yeah. Well, no kidding. Like at, you know they they talk about it. You know about a player that anytime he touches the ball he can go. 
that's one of them right yeah. there. At that's anywhere in the field, he's gone. <laughs> it yeah. doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's true. So, anyways, let's get into the, the recap, and we'll just go over the scores and stuff like that. So, first game of the week, Thursday night, uh, Jets 20 visiting Cleveland 37. We all picked Cleveland. I imagine Luke would have picked Cleveland here, too. Uh, Cleveland's looking great. They've clinched their spots. Um, they actually, if Baltimore had lost, I think they still had a chance to win the AFC North, which is crazy. Cleveland uh, is a dog. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I don't think there's a big surprise here. I think the biggest surprise is the Jets put up 20 points, but I think that was mostly garbage points. I don't think it was really, I, I didn't get it to watch most of the games, so. I'm not too sure, but I imagine Cleveland just ran all over them. So, yeah, it was a red zone sort of day for me with the early games. Flacco yeah, was yeah. like, I'm so happy with that guy. Like, what is he, 38? And he rolls in. And we've been seeing it all year. Like, it doesn't matter who Cleveland had as a quarterback, yeah. right? Like, like it's that just, defense. What a great, what a great pick. Yeah, exactly. And, and right now, they're yeah. the top rated defense in the league, I believe it or not. And not only that, but at the time, they need to be. Like to rolling into the playoffs, best defense. This has got you know the Ravens written all over it from the early two thousands. You know where where they go in with a quarterback and everyone's like, oh, they can't win with this guy. No, they come out Super Bowl champs. Like, yeah, this is this is a repeat. It feels like to me. I like it, man. I I, I love what they said about Flacco. He's like, yeah, I got to practice with Ed Reed, and <laughs> like I can do it. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, all right, so we, we had some parlays. Um, this is going to be a fun one. So my parlay, unfortunately, didn't get to go all the way. It ended up being void three-fourths of it with Amari Cooper, but Flacco did hit one-and-a-half touchdowns, so that plus 1,900 turned into, like, negative 200. Uh, but, you know, I got it. Um, Rob was in there. Go ahead, Rob. Well, the defense did score. Cleveland defense scored. And Tyler Conklin did exactly what I said he would do. Mm. David Njoku just decided that he was going to be the best player playing football on Thursday the whole week other than one other player. This guy went off. (laughs) I I looked at the stats and I was like, holy shit. (laughs) I think Rick and I were both like, "Eh, I don't know about the under on this one because he's been playing. He's been like 100, 100, 100 yards. His first quarter was insane. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think he had 70 yards in the first quarter or something. Hey, I shot the moon with that one. (laughs) Yeah, so so Rob missed. Yeah. And then here's a good one. Rick with three Hall anytime touchdown over 47 and a half Jerome Ford and Amari Cooper anytime touchdown while well, Amari didn't play but uh Rick actually hit it it was a plus 2200 I don't know what it turned into without Amari it probably turned cut it in half to a plus 1100 or something like that but uh I guess Rick and I both get on the board probably because Amari didn't show up I mean Amari probably got a touchdown but mine was a little Aggressive on the Amari. So. Reg, three quarters of yours relied on one player. I, I think uh, we'll hey, say I was, Rick won this I was weekend. all in on Amari. Yeah, yeah <laughs> no, for sure. Uh, so good on Rick getting in there. I think that's his second hit of the year. Um, basically, don't be a Rob backer, and uh, you might win every once in a while. So, <laughs> have you won one, right, Rob, or no? 
<laughs> well, no, but I did tell betters. I said, don't go with the first time touchdown on this bet. Go with the anytime for better odds. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I missed, but I did give them a little insurance. We were we were at the casino playing some twenty one. Gotcha. You told them what they should do, but if yeah, they want to, got it. If they want to go dig for gold, you go for the first. Yeah, got it. <laughs> so I kind of hit it, kind of like you hit this week. You know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, hey, I've got three hits. Two of them were good, and then this one was, you know, kind of weak. But we'll take it. Yeah, uh, let's run a recap here. Um, maybe, maybe Luke can explain some of Rick's picks <laughs> as we go through. Oh, so if we don't have Luke picks, I'll do my we'll, best. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, so the game or the story of the week, probably with Detroit, Dallas, Detroit nineteen, Dallas twenty. Um, I'll kick it off, and then I'll let Rob go on a rant. I'm sure. So. I love Detroit going for it. I think it's amazing that they're going for the win, all that kind of stuff. After they got fucked, I probably would have kicked the field goal. I know it's not, you know, I know he had like the mindset of going down and we're going to win the game, but, you know, now you're seven yards to convert. And then I think they got the five back. And then it, it was a whole mess of things, but, um, I probably would have kicked it, even though it felt like you were going to get fucked if you went to overtime, too. But, um, yeah, I, I like going for two, but after it all kind of went to shambles, I probably would have kicked and went for the tie. So, um, But I get the Dallas win on that one, so that goes towards my total, I guess. I feel really bad for the Lions, though. So. Yeah, I'll let Luke go. <laughs> oh, I, and I was feeling the same thing. I felt like the coach had a like a friggin' Madden meltdown. To be honest, it's like, oh, it didn't work. You just keep like resetting and doing the same play. It was just, it was wild, man. And, and I get the frustration, but man, you can't let that on that platform get to you. But the yeah. fact that they tried it over and over, it's just like you knew, you almost knew that it wasn't going to work. And, and you know, the fact that the calls kept coming and, and that kind of play was implicated, that the, the missed call on the first time. Like, it was hard to watch. It was a great game. Don't get me wrong. I really this this is probably my favorite game of the week to watch. And yeah, it's too bad it ended like that. But yeah, you know what? That's that's sports for you, man. You can't leave it to the last play either. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Detroit was behind, and they you know they came and tied it up at the end. So it's in Dallas. Like, yeah, in like, Dallas. Yeah, yeah. So it's yeah, like yeah, like they're doing what people couldn't do. That was impressive, yeah. man. Um, so yeah, go ahead, Rob. Let's hear it. Um, so first, first of all, obviously, I'm not Dan Campbell, but I want to comment on it because everyone's, you know, everyone's saying, well, he did the wrong thing. You know what? He, when you look at it that way, yes, it was the wrong thing. You should have kicked a convert, but mm-hmm. this is Dan Campbell's. He's highlighting the officiating here. You guys have messed up so much that I'm still going to go for it because if I kick that yeah. convert, it all gets lost. Oh, Detroit did they, you know, they tied it up and they lost. No, 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 no. Dan Campbell's making a point here. That is a huge mistake. The player that he says reported eligible can't even report eligible. He didn't even talk to him. They say, right. And Dan Campbell did say he, he admitted he tried to confuse Dallas's defense. He even took the referees before the game started and said, this is exactly the play I'm going to run. 
when I get into a two-point situation, I'm going to run this play today. And he explained it to them. And they still fucked it up. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. A lot you know of he said, she said, eh? Like, there well, is, yeah. a, there is a bunch of it. But at some point, the league, and they kind of did, the, the league kind of came down on the coaching or the officiating staff here. But then what they did is they threw them in a primetime game with Dallas, or uh, with Baltimore next week. So they, they took them out of the playoffs. They're not allowed to officiate the playoffs, but they're going to officiate the primetime game. Give them the, yeah. Give them the primetime game on the weekend. And it's like, you know, six one way, a half dozen the other. Like, you, you know, you're still highlighting this crew. Um, I think this has topped off the officiating all year long, though. This has shown you how bad it's been, and this is just the icing on the cake, and I hope it ends here because it's playoff time, and you don't want to see somebody, something like that happen in the playoffs. Yeah, well, I mean, they'll kick the convert in the playoffs, but I I guess, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it, it's, it sucks. Like, it sucks. You're, you're potentially playing for number one. Um, well, I mean, okay, I, when Roger Goodell takes this this officiating crew out of the playoffs, he admits they fucked up. Oh, he doesn't have sure. to say that they did. He just said it, right? So it's like, yeah. where's the recourse? Like, you know, uh, it's... There's, you know what? There's so much going on, like, with all the halftime show and, like, all the brass there, like, celebrating Dallas's past. And it was just like... I don't know. No, this, it, this, I'm not a conspiracy theorist. Dude, it's, it's right shit, up man. there. <laughs> like it's enough to make me I sat there after the after the game and I was like, I don't know if I want to watch the NFL anymore. Like I'll just yeah. I'll just wait and you know, like so what happened last year in the NFL and just watch it on a rerun. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean it it it's really tough. Um there's nothing really that you can say to defend the refs. Like I watched a video, you see Jared Goff point to the line, like tell the lineman, Hey, you go yeah. report and you watch the lineman go and report. And you see, I, I think it's number 70 come running in and it's kind of like a, you know, it's a ploy. It's a, yeah, it's a ploy. Exactly. But like it, but then when it, they line up number 70 is covered by a tackle anyways, he's playing guard. Yeah. I mean, it's so it's just, like, the, the people at the NFL minds see that and they're like, this guy can't even, this guy's a nobody at this point. You know what I mean? So, yeah. And it blows like, I, I feel like there's gotta be a point where, you know, the referees, you know, back in wherever their little, wherever they do the reviews and stuff like that. Like there should be just a call that comes down and says, Hey, you guys fuck this up or something like, you know, what yeah. I mean? like, it, there oh, should be a way. There for... is. And you know what? There, when, there's a lot of players, former and current, that have spe- spoken out about it. And, you know, mm-hmm. it's not just Lions bias on the players. It's NFL-wide. Teams everywhere are like, this is bad. You know, yeah. this, this is something that, you know, you, it's something that shouldn't be accepted the way it was. And, you know, maybe it's because it's my team. But at the end of the day, like, you look at it, they did everything right. And they couldn't yeah. have done anything more than, I guess, when they, you know, when they could have possibly heard a, a raucous crowd, you know, be quieter than the the, the fact that so and so was reporting eligible. I mean, could they have heard that? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. So, yeah, and I will, and I 
sorry, I, I do want to add that, you know, it's easy to sit here and say, ah, just kick the convert the day after or whatever, or even oh, an hour yeah. after when you're in the moment, I understand why he went for it and all that stuff. So it sucks, but uh, it happened and, you know, Detroit just has to move on, unfortunately. So hopefully yeah. it doesn't happen if again. If that went through, yeah. that would have been the ballsiest play of the year if they won that game like that, man. It would have been unbelievable. They already they won the game they, like they, that. They, they won the game like that, in my opinion. They won the game like that, you know, like, yeah. it, it was crazy. And I just think, like, like it, 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 everybody remembers the strike, right? The ref strike. I'm not saying it's that bad, but there's shades of ref strike in this year's NFL. Like, like calls yeah. that were just like, what is happening here, man? Yeah, so like so, Mike says there, right? I don't know if that even happened. I, I didn't go that deep, but... They did, they did announce number 70. Now, again, I go back to the question of how loud was it? Could they have heard it? And at that point, are they, is the team supposed to be listening to make sure that they announce they the correct it, right? person? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's like the yeah, three like of us the walking up. For ensuring that they're announcing the right. Anyways, we'll move yeah. on. We'll move yeah, on. yeah. They've moved Just on. We could be here all day. We'll <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's something. Uh, so we got, we're all agreeing to it. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We got Raiders and Colts. Uh, Raiders twenty Colts. Lock that down, baby. Um, this was pretty close. I actually I was taking this kind of as a try to catch back up to Rick because our regular season's almost out. Um, and I figured he'd be on the Colts, and I thought it'd be a close game, and it was it was close down to the end. But uh, you know, the Colts walk away with it, and Rob had the lock there. So, anything to add, Rob? Uh, no, there's not a whole lot there. Um, yeah, <laughs> I saw oh, him I'm... go mute. I asked him a question. Thanks, Rob. Yeah, no problem. Um, no, admittedly, again, I did not get to watch a whole lot of football this week. Yeah. Um, it was a busy week for me, but what I did catch, um, yeah, like there was a point, uh, I don't want to go back to the Detroit game, but I, I thought, well, I should turn it off because every time I watch this, a big play happens against us, right? So yeah, yeah. I didn't watch a whole lot of football this weekend. I was a little bitter. Um, a little bitter. That's but right. I did see some highlights. And... Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, moving on. Atlanta, 17, traveled to Chicago, 37. Chicago's been playing great. Uh, it's too bad for them that they have caught this stride late in the season, kind of like last year. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if that's going to be a trend with them or what's happening there, but uh, Chicago beat the hell out of Atlanta, and Atlanta has looked flat pretty much all season. And I, I, we're not surprised, I guess, when we all pick Chicago here. So, um, yeah. Carolina zero. Jacksonville 26. This is a good bounce back for Jacksonville. Um, Jacksonville looked a little sloppy. Obviously, anyone should be able to beat Carolina, but uh, putting a shutout up in the uh, NFL is a tough thing to do. So uh, good on Jacksonville getting back there and keeping that division interesting because I'm pretty sure they are one game ahead. I don't know what to look at the playoff picture. They're one game ahead and... um, it makes a whole bunch of different uh, scenarios think, this weekend. I think Jacksonville them. has to win to get in, right? I think that's where they're at right now. Uh, I When we go over the uh, breakdown, I actually have all the clinching. I have a breakdown of how everyone can clinch, and I think Jacksonville just wins to get in or yeah. 
a tie or Indy Houston tie. Or yeah, there's a whole bunch of stuff. Yeah, all three teams okay, are Okay, all three seven. teams are nine and seven. But I think Jacksonville has the division title currently because of their current record. I'm not too sure. We'll have to see. Um New Orleans traveling to Tampa Bay, 23-13. We all picked Tampa here. And um yeah, Tampa fell flat and New Orleans <laughs> beat them just to make things even more interesting for that division because there's all sorts of ways that New Orleans and Tampa can either get in or not get in kind of things. So that division is a soup sandwich. It it is sloppy. <laughs> Every week it flips and it's like, who's gonna win this? <laughs> yeah. Who wants to win this division? Yeah. Well, I feel like this is the Atlanta. New Orleans team they wanted all year. Like like they just I think Tampa gave him a couple. It just looked like Tampa was flat, man. It was weird. It was almost like they were hungover at home. Yeah. Like I just, yeah. they're making plays that you don't see. Like there was some interceptions and I know we're talking Baker. I, and I did watch some of this cause I had some um, fantasy implications in this game. And uh, yeah, Tampa was not impressive. I'm going to say the <laughs> least. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah and, and Tampa was like going into this week, people would probably say Tampa was one of the hottest teams in the NFL, right? They were uh, four or five game winning streak, something like that. And they were, they were looking good. And the word I've been on New Orleans a lot. <laughs> you know, I've been I've been a New Orleans backer quite a bit this year. Me too. Yeah. And <laughs> shit. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Big one. Arizona 35, Philadelphia 31. We all went Philly across the board. We were expecting Philly to be, you know, a little bit better after the week they had the previous one. And they let Arizona win. I'll let uh, Luke take the reins on this one. Uh, I, I've pretty much blown all my steam off, but I mean, like, at, at the end of the day, I was furious, but I was not surprised at, at this score whatsoever. Like, and I want—I don't want to sound horrible. Like, I love this team, but it's just like this team's a 500 team, and their their, their record doesn't reflect it. And yeah. uh, is it coaching? Is it the players? I'd love to say the players are playing great to to what their potential would be. They're just not being coached around it. I'm probably wrong. I, th- I think there's I think there's a little bit of ego going on there as well. I think the biggest travesty of what happened in this game that people aren't talking about it's it's a good chance that that was Travis Kelsey's last game at home ever, and that's a real kick in the nuts. Now I don't know if you guys have ever seen his interview after the fact, but he was just like next question, next question, or not Travis Kelsey, sorry, Jason Kelsey, Jason Kelsey. Was, you know, he was just like next question, next question, and it was just like. You just felt it, right? Like someone wanted to explode. And then watching Brian Johnson go up and, and try to justify the last play calling at the end of the game. They should have just set up a friggin' brotherly shove and tried it four times, see how far they got at yeah. like one and 20. Like it was ridiculous. It was embarrassing losing to a team with three wins, and they don't deserve to be in the playoffs right now. Yeah. So I think we've been saying about Philadelphia the last five or actually probably like the last half of the season is like, you know, they don't look that great. They have mistakes, you know, they'll, you know, they'll clean it up. They should, we've run out of time to clean it up. You know, playoffs are oh, a week away. They're toast, man. And, yeah. And it's like, unless something magical happens, they have no shot in the playoffs. No shot at no, all. I like I looked at the uh, the teams that are that are in it right now. There might be one team that they might play 
maybe last week's Tampa Bay, if they're lined up with them, they might have a chance to make it to the next round and lose there. Yeah. Yeah. But they're not going to even, they might not even win their division, right? No. If Dallas wins, I think Dallas clinches the division. Is that correct? Yeah. They're going to be on the road. That's, yeah. No, Dallas will probably win the division. Yeah. yeah. So you're never getting to play, I guess maybe you could play Tampa Bay. You I don't think it. I don't think it, I, I don't think it could happen. I think that was sort of the last week. They're, they're at the end of the day. I honestly believe that they're going to be into the off season here by in two weeks. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunate. Um, there was high hopes for Philly, and it's it's crazy if you look back. I don't know what were they ten and one at one point, something like that. Yeah. And it's just like, uh, yep, we're singing their praises, but yeah, they just not not good. So. Uh, San Francisco 27, Washington 10. No surprise, San Fran wins here. Um, I think Washington was actually up at the start of this game, and I was like, oh, this could be a, a spoiler. Yeah, they went up right? three, With, I think, or maybe seven. I think, I think they went up seven, or maybe it was, was 10 it to three or something like that. Um, and I was thinking, oh man, could this be a spoiler? And like the Lions could actually still be alive for the number one seed or something like that. And uh, that never happened. Oh, it, it was actually tied 10, 10. And Rick uh, did lo- lock this too, right? So yeah, Rick, Rick did lock I, this. I agree all day with that one. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. But he did say he has, he's tried to avoid locking the Niners and he goes, no, after what's gone on, I'm locking them this week. So yeah, that's, that's, it. Lock that's a man. lock all day. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, that's a passion lock right there. Yeah, it's a, uh, yeah. Yeah. So I would think that they're sitting people next week. I'm not too sure. Rick probably had a better idea, but uh, I imagine, you know, Purdy should be putting his feet up and, and you know, Debo and CMC. And, There's you know, all... absolutely no chance Dallas can pass them. Yeah. They're the number one yeah. seat. So yeah. They blocked I, I number mean, one. You so might yeah. as well sit your yeah, starters. They, but... they got the buy. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, the teams have pride too, right? Like, who are they? Um... They're playing the Rams, right? So yeah. I don't know how yeah, bad you, it, want, you know with playoff implications for both teams. Both teams are in, but I mean, yeah, it could be a game of checkers there, or chess, whatever. <laughs> yeah, you know, like do you really want to let your do. division rival into the the? I, like, I don't know if the Rams are locked. I think they could potentially get uh, knocked out. I think the Rams might have to win. Like, they're not locked yet. Well, they might get sure? in with. I thought they were playing for fifth or no, sixth. No, yeah, Rams are Rams are in. So I mean, like the Rams yeah. are in at this point. A lot so of it's teams kind of like you're, you can't even play spoiler against the Rams, but maybe the Rams are. The Rams need some tuning oh. up after last week, but it. Oh, so it sounds like Wentz is starting against the 49ers. So the Rams are sitting people as well. Yeah, oh, and they should because they can't they can't jockey anymore, right? So. Yeah. 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 Why yeah, not? I mean, if, not if you're locked in. Yielder, Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Well, interesting. Okay. Um, well, moving on. It'll be on. a good game to bet on fantasy football. Or, yeah, uh, I mean, I think. Um, props, sorry. I think I'm going to change my pick to the Niners. I think I have my pick as the Rams. But, uh, I mean, if they're both teams are sitting, I'll just go with the Niners. Better, maybe better coaching or something like that. I don't even know. Home team. Anyways. Yeah, home team, home team. Um. <laughs> Patriots 21, Buffalo 27. All of us took Buffalo. Uh, I was kind of hoping for a Patriots spoiler. I really do like Buffalo, but um, I don't think 
I mean, they've really come on in the last couple of weeks, but they're also not doing as well as they should against a team like the Chargers or the Patriots. Um, and I thought it would be very interesting to see what would happen if Buffalo lost this game, but uh, they, they held on to the win there. I don't know if you, you guys... You backed Buffalo in up into a corner, and they're, they're fighting yeah. back now. They had oh, to yeah. fight, they've had to win out for the last three or four weeks, and they've showed up and done it every week. Buffalo is a yeah. dangerous, dangerous team going into the playoffs. The, the Patriots returned the kick right off I the, saw that. Yeah. Yeah. Hop. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's um, something so, about uh, Buffalo this year, too, that just isn't like sitting well with me. And, and it's like right at the end of the year. And, and I, I maybe it's because of being an Eagles fan, you see it now. But like, there's a few teams, KC would be another one where just like, they're underperforming and they're still doing it. Casey, not so much last week, but even Buffalo to lose by a touchdown there. I don't know. There is all kinds of teams underperforming in the NFL right now in the NFC. There's a bunch of them, dude. I think the only one that isn't is the Niners. I mean, the Rams have come up, but we thought the Rams would be doing better. You don't count two weeks ago. (laughs) Well, I mean, they've locked up number one, but like it's, I don't know, man. The NFC is weak. They we don't know what yeah, they are. I think the NFC is really weak. I think the AFC is definitely uh, Super Bowl contenders or the yeah uh, the Super Bowl favorites. Doesn't matter now, which AFC team makes it. I do yeah, feel I like that um, the NFC will be able to keep up putting points up. Uh, you know, some of these teams in the NFC can compete with with you know. The, the Ravens and um, the Dolphins are putting up points. I think that's the one thing that we do have. Our defenses can be a little suspect, though, in comparison. Yeah, we'll talk about this when we get into the playoff picture. Mm-hmm. I think, yeah, I think Luke and I are kind of on the same boat that the AFC is dominating. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. Um, yeah, Tennessee three traveling to Houston 26. Uh, Houston did what they needed to do to keep their playoff uh, chances alive here, and they beat the hell out of Tennessee. Um, Tennessee looked like Tennessee's looked all year, pretty much like just nothing going. Consistently no bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just not great. Like unless they're at home, yeah. where they can win a seventeen fourteen game. When they're on the road, they're awful. Uh, so it's just no hurt. Did you see Will Levis get hit? Like the hit yeah. took him out of the game. Like he got yeah. absolutely rocked. Didn't see it coming. Like hard rocked. And then I think it was Tannehill went in after him, and it was just like this game was over before it started. The the AFC yeah. South is really interesting, man. Like really intriguing coming into the week eighteen. Yeah, there's a lot of a lot of things that can happen with the AFC South. Um. All right, moving on. Miami nineteen, Baltimore. 56 so i locked this one in rob went lone wolf on it um yeah baltimore i've been saying consistently is the best team in the afc and then i was kind of up in the air if they were the best team in the nfl i thought you know what any given sunday with the whole baltimore niners game on christmas but after this showing it's baltimore all the way um if i had to bet bet the house i'd be putting it on baltimore for the super bowl they look so good uh defensively lamar looks great it's just yeah 
You're scary. holding Miami to 19 and putting up 56 points. <laughs> I'm pretty sure their backup quarterback got a, a passing touchdown in this game. Like, yeah. yeah, they're scary, man. Um, Rob, did you get to catch any of this? Well, I think this is kind of how I said this game would play out is whatever team jumped up in the lead would run away with it. Um, sure, sure, sure. So I was just hoping that it would be Miami that jumped in front. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. I guess I guessed wrong on that. Um, uh, <laughs> you know what? Uh, Baltimore is scary, super scary. Um, probably, yeah, probably the best team or the hardest team to to game plan against. I guess maybe because what is Lamar going to do? Like the Niners have so much, so many weapons too, but it'll be tough. I, I'm excited to see the uh, the rematch if it happens. That's for sure. Yeah. Lamar's like the X factor is what you're saying. Lamar you know, is a I think bigger there's, X there's factor X fa- than McCaffrey. And McCaffrey you know what, you know what is, else there is huge. John Harbaugh <laughs> is one of the most experienced coaches in the NFL that people don't talk about. He's yeah. he's an incredible. He's been around, coach, man. And nobody talks about it. like we talk about Mike Tomlin and Bill Belichick and and you know Pete Carroll or whoever, but John Harbaugh, like, what what a champion, man! And, and just, you know what? Sometimes that's good. And he, and he plays it out. Yeah, I like you know, the guy. That, I like the way it he lights rolls, a fire man. under his ass. Or you know what? Sometimes you know they they say you know good publicity's or any publicity's good. Well, maybe you know not being talked about is good too. Yeah, right. You know, yeah, he's, so, he's been around. Right man. of the eyes, he's been around. <clears throat> um, but yeah, I I would have to say that uh, Baltimore, far and away the best team coming into the AFC, and they're going to be scary for sure. Good luck, Reg. Yeah, they they're definitely a scary team, and uh, they get home home field advantage the whole way through. So, uh, tough place to play especially with weather coming and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. uh, moving on Pittsburgh 30 Seattle 23. So I went lone wolf on this one. Um, I said it last week. I haven't really been impressed by Seattle. They've kind of like snagged the previous two games on the last drive out of, it was magical essentially like drew Locke <laughs> getting this amazing drive. And then I think last week it was Gino getting, I don't know how they did. They pulled it out, and I said they can't keep getting away with this. And I think Rick was like, "Oh yeah, they can because they are." And it's like, "Yeah, I guess so." But um, it's nice to see Jay. that they didn't get away with it, <laughs> and Pittsburgh stopped them. So good for um, Pittsburgh, channeling their inner Philly. That's what they're doing. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm pretty sure Pittsburgh ran all over them. I think Warren and Naj both had a bunch of yards. Um, I didn't get to catch the game, unfortunately, but uh, yeah, Seattle falling short and then making their playoff chances a lot harder. Um, they need, a, they need some help to get in there, I think. So we'll, we'll go over that after, but uh, since he, Kansas city, uh, Cincinnati, 17, Kansas city, 25, we all went KC. And I think we were saying like, you know, Casey's got to figure it out. Like they, they got to be able to do this, right? They're going to eventually get it. And they did get it here. Uh, I wasn't that impressed with Casey. I think defensively they played great. 
but they couldn't finish offensively, right? I think they had, I guess it's six field goals. Six. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. they're dropping. They're missing passes again. Like, like just their timing seems off still. But yeah, yeah they're still the- they're still shaking over you yeah. know. But they've seemed to come back together at least enough that you know they can get a game here, a game that again that they should be winning. And you know, but they're not going to get away with it in the playoffs. Yeah, like you can't. Yeah, I mean, if you have. I'm pretty sure like four or five of those field goals, they were in the red zone too. Like you can't make that many trips to the red zone and, and only walk away with three. Like it's nice to walk away with three, but you got to get into the end zone every once in a while. Um, and oh, yeah, man, I think in the playoffs, teams will make them look bad if, if they don't uh, start scoring. So, and that's like, this is the Kansas city chiefs, you know, Travis Kelsey, Patrick Mahomes, like you're expecting them to get into the end zone and they're just, they're not. So, I'm not very impressed with Casey. Uh, Chargers 9, Denver 16. This wah, game is <laughs> terrible. Yeah. If you've watched it, it was awful. And I guess the other story is Russ being benched. Um, I don't have a yeah. lot of info on it other than, you know, they they benched Russ and there was some some shady stuff going on, which probably isn't the greatest if you're a Denver fan or a Denver player. But uh, yeah, I mean, if anyone else has more insight on that, feel free to step in. But um, I, don't I, I don't know a whole lot. I know it's uh, financially driven. Yeah. yeah so, um, I mean, the last time we saw this was uh, Peyton Manning, right? Yeah, or at least, at least to my memory, and yes. um, it's kind so of Russ, it's coming full circle though, with you know Denver being involved again. Yeah, Russ came out and said something about them saying they were going to bench him after the bye week if he didn't restructure his contract. Restructure, yeah, yeah, and I heard that as well. But like, that's like fucking illegal. Like, <laughs> you can't be like. Anyways, there, there's going to be a whole bunch of stuff with the uh, NFL Union, the Player Association, and, and Denver over this. But, uh, yeah, Russ getting benched. I mean, I feel like Russ probably could have put up more than 16 points. I don't think whatever that guy's name is is the answer in Denver, even though that's what Sean Payton is saying. Um, Russ might not be the answer, but Russ, I think, is significantly better and has been playing pretty decent. Then he probably shouldn't have been benched, but... That's well, a whole season. They were they were in a nice stride, and they were actually looking like they were making a, a bit of a push to turn things around. But horrendous start, and realistically, that that entire division, even KC, they, they might have a real interesting off season when when all the dust settles. Uh yeah, it's it all depends on what happens, right? <laughs> like, well, yeah, like if they implode race, in the playoffs, and, like, oh, it's. It's a disaster. Even Kansas City looking like I don't know, man. If Kansas City goes out early, there could be some changes there. Some of the, the oh, players, well, you, and, and you none have of those guys to, are right? old, young. I would think so. Yeah, I, I mean, so. you can't have a team that good and that happen and no shakeup happen, right? You just don't no. roll it again. I don't think yeah. Denver just seems like a shit show to me, to be honest. And yeah, 
Yeah, Denver's a bit of a mess. Um, so is the Chargers too. <laughs> maybe maybe we blame Sean. God, Bader. who knows? <laughs> yeah, I'm not Shocking a fan. The Chargers Bader. are horrible. Anyways, uh, Green Bay thirty-three, Minnesota ten. Uh, yeah, I don't have much to say. I watched the first quarter and a half of this game, and I went to bed because I was just so unimpressed by Minnesota. Um, I kind of, I had high hopes midseason, right before Kirk went down. It was like, you know what, we can win a couple games. I think we were playing San Fran. I said, you know what, we we can drop this San Fran game, but we can go on a run. Like these teams that we have coming up, we can beat them. And then, you know, we're running into Detroit, Green Bay, Detroit. And, you know, if we pick up one or two of those games, we can actually make the playoffs. There is still playoff chances for Minnesota, but uh, when you're on your fourth quarterback of the season and you lose a game this bad to Green Bay after like, their secondary, we probably should have been able to torch their secondary with the the weapons that we have and, you know, them having people out and hurt and stuff like that. But uh, we didn't. And, um, yeah, it's an unfortunate way to end the season. But, oh, well, there's always next year. Like you still have a small chance to make, make the offseason. Yeah, yeah it's very, very <laughs> – there's a lot of help that very needs slim. to happen. Um, yeah, I think isn't it like the Packers are like a sixty percent chance to make it, and Minnesota even with a loss. No, <laughs> like, right. yeah. Green Bay can make it pretty easy, but Minnesota needs yeah. they need to win. They need Green Bay to lose, Seattle to lose, Tampa Bay to lose, or Minnesota to win, Green Bay, Seattle, New Orleans to lose. So I need three losses on teams that are probably one of them has to pick up a win here to get into the playoffs, but. Uh, Week yeah, 18 is so wild, man. <laughs> I mean, if they made the, oh the playoffs, they would make it at eight and nine, and they would get knocked out in the first round because not a good team. But unless they play, um, uh, they wouldn't play the Eagles. I was like, hey, they might have a chance. Yeah, just yeah. Gotta they would, make yeah. it to the dance, baby. <laughs> They'd have to play yeah. the Lions again, probably. Yeah, probably. First, they'd have to beat the Lions this week and then play them in the playoffs. Anyways. Yeah, so that's that's the week seventeen recap. I mean, the it was a good weekend of football. There was a lot of I guess storylines going on. It was cool to see how the playoffs are shaking out. Um, you know, there's some unfortunate things that happened, but uh, there's some happy people making the playoffs or happy teams making the playoffs. So I don't know if you guys have anything else about the week. Uh, no, I, I think I'm just going to let it go. <laughs> yeah, let it go. I think we're all glad. Other than Rick, I think we're all glad it's over. Rick's probably the happiest. And yeah, congratulations, yeah, exactly. Rick. Congratulations for locking that yeah, in. Congrats, San number one seed. San Fran is the clear-cut best team in the NFC. I'll give them that, and they deserve the buy. I'll give them that. They do deserve the buy. All right, so yeah. after this year-to-date, Rick takes a five-point lead. Is that true, Rick? Oh, catch. Reg. I gotta double check this. I don't know if it's it. five. It might be. It might be five. I think it was four, but you know what? I'll just double check. Either no, way, Rick, Rick's he's five got ahead. The lead. Yeah, I'm never catching Rick. Um, <laughs> that's unfortunate, but you know things happen. I never lost Rob. That's really all that matters. Rob's the big loser. He's ten points behind me, uh, <laughs> and fifteen behind Rick. That's not great. 
I do think maybe next year we'll make this a little more interesting with uh, with doing a pick'em's pool. So yeah. for all the cool That's followers great. out there, we'll uh, we'll talk about it later. You know. Um. All right. So moving on. I think week eight we did this. I think so. Somewhere around there. Yeah. It was around week eight. It was around mid season. We were talking. Hey, these are the the picks that we're gonna do for the end of the season awards who we think are going to win. So um, I guess offensive player of, or sorry, offensive rookie of the year. I had gone with CJ Stroud. Um, Rob went with Bijan and Rick went with Puka. Um, I imagine CJ Stroud is. It is CJ. Yeah. He's I've got him here. I pulled him up. Uh, So CJ Stroud right now is minus uh, 1,025. As of the second, sorry. And yeah. Puka Nakua is plus 450. Okay, so <laughs> CJ needs to throw five interceptions and Puka needs to catch four for that to change. Um, yeah. So that was a good good call. I mean, CJ looked good all season, so I don't think that was a hard hard guess there. Probably wasn't picking he, him at the start of the season, but the mid-season pick, it made it a little easier. But just him coming back and leading them last weekend the way he did, I mean sort of solidifies how important he is to that team. Yeah. Similar yeah, to Rick's point last time talking about who your MVP to your team is. CJ Stroud is Houston's player. He's your guy. Yeah, he he's been excellent as a rookie, you know. If uh, dude, Mike's he put still up, in here, he'd think Anthony Richardson would have been the winner, but uh he put up veteran QB numbers as a rookie on a shitty team. Like yeah, yeah, this guy is yeah. good. Yeah, he's got he's a very, yeah, 63% completion rating like uh, he's he could have been well i mean he, he was in the talk for mvp i'm sure for a little like look at his stats yeah he's he's just he shy of a four thousand really yard well. season right like so he he should hit four thousand yards this season uh, and he's 21 for five on tds and ends which is extremely good a, a rookie only throwing five ends and three of them came in one game where it was kind of like quicksand when he was playing against the cardinals so um, he's yeah. making the right decisions. He's uh, he's putting the ball where it needs to go, and you know, I'm sure one or two of these interceptions probably were like tip balls, or you know, maybe not completely his fault. So it's uh, it's quite impressive to see a rookie come in and play that well. So uh, as for Bijan, I think that's just an Atlanta problem. And Puka has actually been pretty impressive too this year. Uh, actually, like Bijan, he's so he's third in the in the race for them, plus twelve thousand, right? With Sam Laporta yeah. right behind him at plus twelve thousand five hundred. So yeah. Bijan's so far out of it, but he's in third. Yeah, yeah, good stuff. Uh, so defensive rookie. Gotta get of the my year. victories where I can. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's fair. We'll, we'll give you the plus twelve thousand. You keep you telling yourself that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. CJ, I'll take I'll take that one as a win for me. With CJ, uh, defensive rookie of the year. I had Devin Witherspoon, the Seahawks. You guys both had Jalen Carter, the Eagles. I yeah. don't know who Jalen is. Carter minus seven twenty five. Yeah, Will Anderson plus three sixty five. Yeah, and Devin Witherspoon plus six thousand. Hey, it's you close. Know, He's in third. No. It's closer than plus twelve thousand. I'll take it. Yeah. Shut up. Uh yeah. Jalen Carter's done great as a rookie. I think this was to be expected. 
Um, Shining star on, on a on a team with a black eye right now, man. He he, and he conducts himself really well too. At least what we see on the field. Yeah. He uh, he he actually, I think he got a touchdown this year. If I'm not mistaken. Um, pick six. Yeah. I, yeah. I yeah. No, no. I think he. I think he picked up a fumble or something. I can't fumble? remember. Yeah. But regardless, he's a for a kid to come into a team like that and play. You know the way he is. It's impressive, man. I. He's fun to watch. So. I hope I hope he gets it. Yeah, yeah, I think he's gonna get it. I mean, there's one game yeah. left, and uh, you'd have to have a pre- Will Anderson would have to have a pretty crazy game to make it happen, right? So, yeah, true. Um, true. I'm sure he'll st- like. I'm sure Jalen will still pick up you know a couple tackles for a loss and maybe a sack or something, and that'll seal yeah. the deal. Uh, moving on, offensive player of the year. Rob and I both went CMC. Rick went with. Tyreek Hill. I, I can't believe Rick didn't he, take CMC, man. <laughs> I'm interested to see. I think I think Rick didn't take him because he didn't want to look like a homer and you know all that kind of stuff. But uh, I'm interested to hear what uh, the odds are on this one if you've got it wrong. I'm trying to find it right here, and I can't. It, okay. the, where I'm looking here isn't giving it to me. They're giving me um, well MVP your... odds instead. Yeah, who's closer on the MVP odds? I'm assuming CMC is higher. Uh, give me a second. I got a few windows open here. Um, Funny it is. CD Lamb is only 56 yards behind Tyreek Hill right now. Yeah. So right now, it uh, for MVP, it has Lamar Jackson minus 20,000. Yeah. Dak Prescott plus 1,700. Brock Purdy plus 2,750. Josh Allen plus thirty two fifty and Christian McCaffrey plus forty five hundred. Okay, I just did the Google foo. I got it. Okay, yeah, yeah. Cool. Offensive player of the year odds. We got uh, CMC at minus three hundred, Tyreek Hill at plus one seventy five, CD Lamb at plus fifteen hundred. Uh, the thing I would add with CD Lamb is he, I think, has played every game. Tyreek Hill missed two, and he's still yeah, ahead he, of CD. He was Lamb on pace to get that two thousand yard mark, eh? and he just yeah. got hurt. Um, so yeah, CMC's looking potentially like the winner, but Tyreek's gonna pick up like Tyreek's playing this weekend. I would hope that CMC gets to sit this weekend. Uh he earned it, and that could impact that, but I don't think CMC cares at, at all about this award. So um Tyreek may actually be able to slip in and, and win that award. I'm not too sure though. Uh, defensive player of the year. Sorry, go ahead. No, this the next one, the defensive one. This one had me thinking when when I seen this. Like, I feel like um, what's the guy in Cincinnati? Hendrickson. Yeah, is is tied with um TJ for sacks or something like that. Yeah. So the actual. So yeah, we we both had TJ and Rick had uh, Hutchinson. Yeah. The what I have currently is uh Miles Garrett yep. as the winner, and Micah Parsons is slowly behind, and then you've got uh, you got TJ Watt right behind that, too. So, yeah, really, it, it comes down to who has. I mean, if Miles Garrett has a, an average day, he's got it. Um, but if Parsons or TJ have huge days, they could potentially slide up and then and get ahead. All three of them have played great um, all year, but Miles Garrett has looked insane. <laughs> it seems like every too, right? like, well, it seems like, like every game he's doing something crazy. Yeah. 
He's um, a beast, man. I love it. It's yeah. great. He's a big, <laughs> scary man. So he is. Yeah. I think he's been the 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 star of the the Cleveland defense, and um, I think he's helped carry them to their eleven wins. For Miles sure. Garrett is the reason Cleveland is where they are right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They they've come together as a team, but without Miles Garrett, that that team isn't there. Yeah, I feel like um, like he he really defines a game, right? What do people say? Game wreckers? Like he's a game wrecker for sure. He can really uh, make things bad for your team. So, oh yeah, I remember. Like I didn't play a lot of serious football, but we never game planned against a defensive player. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's yeah, yeah. You don't do that very often. <laughs> there's there's probably a handful of people in my time that I that I can think of. Right. So, yeah. Yeah, for kind sure. Kind of so, like Lawrence Taylor type. <laughs> yeah, like well, having a guy like, like that on your team, or, or like you know, to cheer for a person like that, or you know, like a like a Ray Lewis or 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 Brian Dawkins or someone crazy like that on your team is so exciting to have them, right? Like when you have an absolute beast of a defensive player on your team to cheer for, or like and to watch, it just makes a whole different dynamic when watching a game, man. You you expect things out of your defense. It's insane. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. it's because everybody has, you know, every team's got the quarterback or the wide receiver. But every once in a yeah. while, you get a guy in a defensive lineman. It's a big deal. Yeah. I mean, we, we've got a couple <laughs> good ones rolled around in the NFL right now. But yeah, these guys are carrying a lot of weight. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, can't be stopped. <laughs> and moving on to MVP. So Rick and I both went Purdy. Rob went Goff. What a fool. Um. Bulmers. Purdy, <laughs> Purdy was up there until a couple weeks ago, and then Lamar slingshotted ahead. Um, the odds I'm seeing actually have Lamar, Dak Prescott, then Brock Purdy. Um, yeah. And I remember, uh, it was a probably four or five weeks ago. I was like, ah, I think Dak's playing the best football in the NFL right now, and and Rick was not too happy about that. <laughs> um, but Brock, like, let's. Let's not uh, discount what Brock's done all year. Um, he's had a great season. This is his second season. Um, and for him to come in and handle what the Niners need him to do and, you know, put up probably, I think he's probably still got the best QB rating, uh, probably close to the best completion percentage. That's uh that's an excellent thing to have in a quarterback, and he's he makes good decisions. It just seems like when he's off, he has a really bad game. He's had a couple games that were pretty bad, especially the Baltimore one a couple weeks ago. So, um, yeah. But Lamar is far and away the MVP, and if both these guys sit, which I would expect them to do, Dak Prescott needs about eight touchdowns to – slingshot ahead of Lamar kind of thing. So, um, uh, no, <laughs> yeah, there, there's, yeah, I don't yeah. think there's <laughs> nothing no, happening. Not, you're not beating Lamar, man. No, no, unreal. Lamar's already got that. They've already called him and congratulated yeah, him. Even with, even with a negative 20,000, you're not catching that. No, yeah, and it's so, a good point to, to Rick last, what was it last week? He was talking about like who, who like a team MVP, and you know, he was pretty passionate about it and sort of proved it, like with, with Brock having a bad game against Baltimore, they lost. 
Yeah, I don't yeah. know what Christian's stats look like that game. I can't speak to that, but I, I was thinking like if you took McCaffrey out, would that change the Niners' dynamic? And I, I guess they're playing a weaker team with Washington, but they did pull him, and they were still driving the ball up the middle. You know, like they're built well. It's a good team. Yeah, yeah they need Brock sure. to like, play well though. Yeah, I think I think that's like you can't put numbers on it, but you know. CMC might be might give you an extra 10% versus your other running back, but Brock's probably giving you an yeah. extra 50% versus, you know, Jimmy G or whoever they had before, you know. Um absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I think he's yeah, with yeah. Brock going down, you don't want him to go down, man. Sit the guy, get him to play good, yeah, things go well. <clears throat> yeah, 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 for sure. And hopefully they they, you know, get a chance to get back to the Super Bowl because you know, last year was you know, a little yeah. unfortunate the way. Well, they had the, the one game. Yeah. What was it before they played the Eagles? They had that. Everybody just fell apart. It was, it was insane. They got, yeah. I felt like they got it ripped away from them too. Even. Yeah. And then they, they played the Eagles and Horrible. like, I kind of had yeah. like poor so, taste. I didn't even watch the rest of that game. <laughs> like it was just, it was yeah. hard to watch. Cause you knew it, it was it exactly it was hard to watch. Cause like you see CMC come in to play quarterback or whoever they had playing quarterback after the yeah. fourth quarter, you know, and should have never have happened in a playoff game, man. Yeah, That's yeah, bad. exactly. And the Eagles defense was like cheering when they, you know, made a big play. And it's like you realize they're yeah. on their their emergency quarterback. And it, it felt bad watching it, but uh, you know, that's that's how football goes sometimes. And uh, yeah. I mean you're gonna cheer when you're gonna win in the playoffs, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. So <laughs> anyways, we'll move on. We can talk playoffs here, anyways. Oh no, sorry, we got the dark horse picks. So we also made these pretty similar time. Um, it's a it weird was middle kind of people that were out of the playoff <laughs> contention. You know, the Vikings, I think, were below 500. Uh, the Jets were probably the same, and Houston was kind of around 500 uh, with probably Jacksonville looking really good. Um, and these were kind of just like, you know, these teams could pull it off. And I had Vikings, and, I, and my mindset was, you know, after that Niners game, we have a very good chance to to run the table or at least run five or six games here. Um, you know, Kirk went down, Jefferson went down, you know, things happened. We didn't play the way we should have played in some of the games. And, uh, you know, the Vikings didn't make it or I mean, they could make it, but it's, it's pretty, pretty unlikely. So um, Rob had the Jets. The Jets were playing really well at the time, and like before Rogers went down. After they they had just <laughs> they had just caught their stride again, and they they were starting to string wins together. And you know what? Yeah, defense the like Jet, the Jets just kept on going, and that's where my my pick went. Just right out of here, I nowhere near close. Yeah, <laughs> they fucking flew to Narnia. Like that's they're how gone. That pick is yeah, they're gone. <laughs> Yeah. Um. And then, yeah, Rick's got the Texans. Um. I like Rick's the pick. Texans. He he did highlight the quarterback play of C.J. Stroud too when he when he took them. So. Yeah, yeah and I, like I think this is this was an interesting one because Jacksonville and Indy were definitely very much in it, just like they are still. Um, and Houston was kind of like knocking on the door and we were i think i was saying ah houston's getting kicked out I, we have a playoff picture of, of our predictions coming up and maybe i had houston in but uh 
we yeah. were we Good were putting a lot of pressure on the rookie QB. That's what it was. It was man, like he he's playing by himself out there. Can yeah. he do yeah. it all year long? <laughs> and he did. He did. Yeah, he did. And, uh, <laughs> so yeah, you get him a award. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's gonna be oh, a good pick. I, I actually like Rick's pick. That's pretty good. Uh, so yeah, we had playoff predictions around the same time as well. So here we go. Rick and I with Baltimore for the AFC North, which is confirmed at this point. Rob had Pittsburgh, which they're not too far behind, but Cleveland is in behind uh, before them, right? So, um, unfortunately, none of oh. Rick had Cleveland as the third wild card. As for the yeah, yeah, so the Baltimore was looking great. Um, I think even at this point, I was thinking they're the best AFC team. Um, and I was very happy to lock in them. And I think the AFC North was kind of just like all the teams were looking great at this point. So, um, I I see where Rob was coming with the Pittsburgh. I don't know if you want to add to that, Rob. Uh. Actually, I think this was uh, Pittsburgh. It just won a big game over um, Baltimore. I think the, the, yeah, I the think last drive, the last drive, JJ Watt sacked. Um, yeah, they they beat Baltimore, sacked him right? to to win, right? And yeah. um, it, it was high off that, and you know, Pittsburgh battled, and they like you said, they're they're close. But I thought uh, maybe maybe you know you don't want to see it, but if Lamar goes down, that that team, they can still play, but they're in a lot of trouble. And yeah. you know, you're not you're not hoping on an injury, but uh, it, it's kind of the end of Baltimore, I think, if it does happen. Yeah, for sure. <clears throat> uh, AFC East, we all went Miami. Um, this is actually very interesting because if Buffalo beats Miami this weekend, they actually win the East. Which is crazy, but uh, we'll have to see how that plays out. I'm pretty sure it's in Miami, though. So it's a night game in Miami. I check. I check the weather, and um, I think they're calling. They're calling for rain or something like that. For a monsoon or something. Yeah, Yeah, they're not going to be stuck in the sun, though. I I guess if if that if that's what you're thinking. Yeah, Uh, this is a fun one. AFC South, Jacksonville, Indy, Houston. So we were all over the place. Could happen. One. And, and <laughs> any one of them could win it this weekend, which is crazy. Um, yeah, I think I think Houston wins it. But, you know, I'll stick with my Jacksonville pick. <laughs> you know, it's uh, it's crazy how we were all, all over the board on it. And uh, it's very possible all the way up to week 18. So. I'm, uh, I I'm think we kind of had that. Up. Well, we kind of had that division pegged like that early. It, yeah. it was going to be a division where there was going to be a lot of interchanging and and stuff like that. We we thought that would be a close division. So yeah. Houston and Indy are the Saturday game at night, right? In Indy, so that'll be a huge game. Yes. Huge game. Yeah. And massive implications. Um, and then, I, I oh, it'll say... be a party there. You know, Ursay is going to. Not let Jacksonville that one plays go. Tennessee. No, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so Jacksonville. I mean, I don't want to say they have the win, but they have a. It's it's almost you know it'll be interesting. That's for sure. I, I like this. I, this is interesting. Titans are at home. They play good at home. <laughs> True. 
Uh, AFC West, Kansas City. Kansas City did finally lock this up. Uh, We all had that. We were all just like Raiders stink, Chargers stink, Broncos stink. But Broncos (laughs) made a a run there at the end. And uh, I, I don't think any of us expected that when we were making these picks that the Broncos had a chance to come back, but they, they did for sure. So, um, wild card. And when we did these wild cards, we were kind of picking them as no particular order. Jets must've been coming on hot. Um, because I picked the Jets and so did Rob, uh, to make the playoffs as the wild card. Obviously Cleveland is going to be one of the wild cards, which Rick had there. Um. Yeah, the the Jets just flopped like not great at all. Um. So Reggie, then, think about bashing my Jets pick on the dark horse now or what? <laughs> oh, I mean, whatever. <laughs> I guess they were coming on hot. <laughs> um, Rick had Cincinnati, who I think need a lot of help to make it. I will double check. I think since he's out now, since he might done. be out. Yeah. Since he's yeah, out, they're, they're done. So. Yeah. <clears throat> Cleveland, Buffalo, Houston, Cleveland, pick. Baltimore. So we're pretty close on a lot of these. Um, you know, Big each time. one of us missed on one of the wild cards, but uh, it looks like the other, we should be there with the other two wild cards. As for the playoff picture. Okay, here we go. So, Obviously, we got one to, f- or sorry, one, two, three, and five have clinched, which um, is interesting. And then four is up in the air. So I'll give out the. So for the Jags to get in, they just need to win. They can also get a tie or an Indian Houston tie. That's for them to win the division. Mm-hmm. For them to get a playoff berth. They can also tie and have Pittsburgh lose or tie, but they can also have Pittsburgh lose, Denver lose, and Houston Indy doesn't end in a tie. So they have lots of opportunity to get in. I mean, winning in is pretty pretty good at this point. Um, as well, Indianapolis is a winning in or... Um, for them to get the title, they would need to win and Jacksonville lose. Um, but they're still a winning in for the playoffs. And they can also get in on weird things like them tying and Pittsburgh losing or them tying and Jacksonville losing. So, um, yeah, Indy's controlling their own destiny. But unfortunately, they're running into the Houston Texans this week. So... Um, the Texans as well are in pretty much the same boat as Indianapolis. They need to win and Jacksonville to lose if they want to win the division or just to get into the playoffs. They can win, they can tie and have Jacksonville lose and Pittsburgh lose. So there's a lot of scenarios where the AFC South uh, shakes out. So this will, I, I'm pretty sure the Colts Houston game has to be the biggest game one of the biggest games of the weekend. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, Miami uh, Buffalo being the other. Oh yes. Miami Buffalo is a big one too. Um, yeah. yeah. As far as them. So Buffalo for them to win the title or win the East, they just need to win. 
and then they can clinch the playoff with them winning, Pittsburgh losing, Jacksonville losing, or Houston Indianapolis tie. So they have a lot of opportunity to make it. They should make it. Um, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. They could. It could all uh, play out where Pittsburgh wins, Jacksonville wins, and Buffalo loses, and then they obviously don't make it. But I think they they have good chances. As for the Steelers, they need a a decent amount of help, right? So they're playing the Baltimore Ravens, right? So the Ravens would probably sit a lot of their guys, right? Correct. But Baltimore might play some people to be, you know, play spoiler as well. Like you never yeah, know. Yeah. Division um, rival. I get it. Yeah. Get, but they need to win, win and they need <laughs> Buffalo to lose or they need to win and Jacksonville lose or win and have Houston Indy tie. Um, and then there's a whole bunch of other scenarios where they need ties and stuff like that that I'm not going to go through, but um, Steelers need the most help out of every team here. Um yeah, so there's there's a couple big games, obviously Houston Indy and Buffalo Miami. Um, that should be pretty exciting. So, yeah, yeah. What do we what do we think? Who's who's the te- two teams to watch, or who's the team to watch out for other than Baltimore? Do you guys think Cleveland? I, I'm still really big on Cleveland. Yeah, I'm with Cleveland too. I I agree with Rob. I think that's the team I wouldn't want to be playing other than Baltimore. What about you, Luke? Who's uh, who's KC playing this week? I'm trying to find. They're playing the Chargers. Uh, so they don't really matter. KC's locked in, right? Like no one's going to catch them. That's that's where they're at, right? Yes, they've they've clinched their division. Uh, they're the number three seed, no matter what. I think I think that's a sneaky little team. Still, KC, maybe they're not playing their potential all year. Maybe they put it together. If anybody is going to put it together at the last second, it will be KC. Um, yeah. Aside from that, yeah, I love I love Cleveland. I love their story this year. And you definitely, I'd like to see them go deep. Well, you definitely don't want to sleep on Kansas City because of what's going on. Oh, the, this team yeah. is having troubles. Oh, it'll be, no, no, no. That team will still put up 50 points in a second. All day. If you let them, yeah. yeah, and that's what I mean. Like, if there is someone that's going to start putting things together, it's going to be those guys. They, they've been there, they've done that. You know, they could, they could pull an upset once or twice, and I, we shouldn't be surprised if it happens. All right, are you? I mean, yeah, we'll we'll decide who we're picking for the South when we go through our picks. Uh, NFC playoff predictions. Oh, this is the other. Okay, yeah. So we all had Detroit. Which is, I think, no surprise. Oh, you joined us for this one, Luke. Um, I did. Detroit yeah. was pretty far <laughs> in ahead. Um, they were looking like the best team for sure. So much so that even I picked Detroit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the East, a lot of Philly, Gosh. and we have a Dallas. So this can still be Philly or Dallas. Um, I'm pretty sure Dallas just needs a win to win the title, which yeah, is correct. Yes, yeah, so they Who just they need plays? a win, and they are playing the commanders. Playing Washington. Well. Yeah, in Washington. It should be a win for Dallas. It should be a win. Uh, this next one's pretty interesting. So New Orleans <laughs> and Tampa. Uh, we're on the money on this one, too. The Saints can win their division if they win, but Tampa loses. 
Um, Tampa wins the division if they win. So, um, hmm. yeah, that's basically how that plays out. Obviously, we are all on San Fran. And then our wild cards are pretty close too, right? So we're on Dallas, Philly. Sorry, Dallas, Seattle, Tampa are all hits. And then we miss on Chicago and Minnesota probably. Seattle might be no a miss too. Day. We'll see. <laughs> no one thought Green we'll Bay see. would be like in the mix, eh? Sorry? No, no one thought Green Bay would be in the mix at this time of year. Like, no, no, no. To be honest. They came in. They won the last three of the end. last four games. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're playing great football right now. Yeah. All right. So, playoff pitcher. San Fran gets the bye, which is good. Good for them. They are far and away, I believe, the best team in the NFC. Yeah. And then, as far as this goes, I don't even know. I think. I think I like the Rams as the second best team in the NFC. I don't know. What do you guys feel? Go, Rob. <laughs> I'm going to homer the shit out of it. I'll go Animal with the Lions. Lions. Sure. I think, you know I what? Think I'm going to go with the, go with the Lions, too. Something. I'm going to go with the Lions after last week, too, man. Yeah, I, I think they uh, proved, you know, you know we, we wanted to see the Lions – play against you know and play up to the competition not not much harder places to do it this year than there so um la is definitely a a nice shiny toy and i agree with you for sure um la is is a very good team um but there is a possibility that detroit gets to travel to dallas again and play them in the playoffs yeah, so Mike's saying Dallas at home second best team, mostly because the refs are on their side when they're at home. But uh... <laughs> they do play great at home, and I agree with Mike. If if Dallas has home field advantage, I think I think they they are the second best team. However, to Rob's point, you know, the, I think the Lions proved that you know there there are flaws in their game, and you know a team like the Lions going there or maybe LA teams that are used to playing inside, uh, you know anything could happen, man. Yeah, yeah, anything can happen. Um, so the NFC doesn't have as much shakeup, I guess, as the uh, AFC because there's a lot of people that have clinched. <clears throat> so it's that South division that that really yeah. does do. You know what I mean? There's the so much in play South there. Is crazy, right? Um, like we've got it here too, but not all teams. Like all three teams are nine and seven over there. Yeah, right. So fodder. it's. <laughs> Yeah, so the only, it's crazy the that only Atlanta team that... can Atlanta could win, and if Tampa loses, especially the way that they played last week, Atlanta actually wins the division. Which is Atlanta looks horrible. Doesn't make sense. Oh, because they're playing New Orleans. That's why Atlanta wins. Tampa yeah. losing. Um, so they could make it in at eight and nine as the division title. I can't imagine Atlanta beating New Orleans, but you know. Crazier things have happened. I think they already um, beat them once this year. I know, but I mean, Atlanta's looked really, really sloppy the last month. Um, New Orleans gets in with a win or Tampa Bay loss, or sorry, clinches with New Orleans with them winning and Tampa losing. Um, but they also clinch a playoff berth with a win and then a Seattle loss and a Green Bay loss. Um, so... 
they need help for sure. New Orleans, if, if they do win and Tampa wins, um, Seattle getting in is also looking for a bit of help. They need basically a lot of everyone's relying on a green Bay loss. Um, because green Bay's in on a win. Um, but all these eight and eight teams are looking for a Green Bay loss to clinch, essentially. The um and then yeah, Vikings and Atlanta, they need like fucking everything to happen to make it happen. So Minnesota, there are Minnesota win, Green Bay loss, Seattle loss, Tampa loss, or New Orleans loss for them to get in. Probably not gonna happen. Um and yeah, Atlanta needs obviously to win and a Tampa loss. So we'll see. We'll see. There's a lot of lot of potential on this one. So yeah. Moving on. We got some picks. Um, I'm just gonna pull them all up here so we can kind of fire through them. Big game, Pittsburgh, Baltimore. <clears throat> um I'm pretty sure Baltimore's sitting. Have we decided that? I, I don't. Know. I I would have to assume so. I mean, Baltimore's still going to defend their home field, though. Yeah. They're, so I mean, they're not going to sit are... every single player, right? You know, you're gonna you're yeah. gonna sit your skill position. So, I I think it's still going to be a good game, but yeah, Baltimore at home. Yeah. Yeah. I'm on Pittsburgh just on the fact that Lamar should be putting his feet up and getting the. A foot rub. Um, yeah, and Pittsburgh obviously needs needs a win. Baltimore doesn't need it. Like you said, they are they will defend their home, but uh, yeah, that that's basically why I'm on Pittsburgh. What about you, Luke? Yeah, Pittsburgh's is going to go out there and they're going to play their guts out. Like Pickens has over like I think it was like 320 yards or something from the last two games alone. Yeah, he's looked great. Throwing. So. Yeah. Yeah, if Baltimore starts resting, guys, I mean, anything could happen. On the flip side, like, it'll be interesting to see how deep Baltimore is with people rested. Yeah, for sure. Um, Houston, I don't think yeah, their so- um, their offensive game plan changes much either. I'm no, pretty sure no, they have no, a scrambling quarterback back there as well. So, you know what I mean? That That's a, a huge bonus to Baltimore. Yeah, and they, yeah. they're probably deep enough that they can change the game plan to put their seconds out and, you know, go ahead and play a whole different game. Which might really screw Pittsburgh up too, man. Like, I don't know. It's interesting. Yeah, and it's division rival. You know, play the spoiler. Like, that's definitely very possible. Yeah. Um, we'll we'll have to see. I mean, it is. I'm pretty sure it's a Saturday game all by itself, right? Yep. Four thirty um, Saturday, and then the next game is at eight o'clock on Saturday. So, so Saturday's got some great football. Yeah. yeah. The the Houston Indianapolis is a big one. I. I'm interested to hear your guys' pick on on Indy um, because I feel like Houston is significantly better. I would almost consider locking them on this one, but let's hear it. Doesn't get much bigger than win at home, right? Yeah. Win at home, you get in. It's I don't know, man. It, it just seems like a game that Indianapolis has hung around all year long. And to not win this one, obviously, is going to make them fall short, but it would just be a, a huge, like, I, I feel like this was the game that their their whole season was meant for, and it's just for them to win. 
you think Minshew Mania is is alive and well, and they can? (laughs) Of course it is. Of course it is. It's gonna be a party, is what it's gonna be. So Johnny Taylor, man, that guy's that guy's helped him out a lot too, right? I. um, What else? Mike was saying Moss. Moss has helped him out a lot. I think I think it's gonna it's gonna come down to how how bad can they get to CJ Stroud? Indy beat them in week two. I don't think. Correct me if I'm wrong. I don't think CJ was playing CJ football back then. And uh, yeah, he, he was still playing, but it was fresh, right? Yeah, that's what I mean. He was still like coming off those like the beginning. Yeah, so it's going to be a whole different game for these two teams. But I think if if they can get to CJ Stroud, like we were talking about earlier, that I think that'll help Indy in more ways than we know. They're the better team, I think. We're getting a JT 150 plus yards. So if anyone wants that, boy. Put money down. There you go. Mike's got you. Yeah. Um, cheer, cheer for my boys team here, too. Come on. I've been right. on them all year, Mikey. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I mean, I would be happy if Indy won for Mike, and it'd be, it'd be interesting to see, but I can't see the playoffs without Houston. I feel like Houston has – I just like Houston's story better. I don't know. I like CJ. I like what's going on there. Um yeah, so I'm going with Houston, but we'll we'll see how it plays out. Uh, Tampa, Carolina. We all went with Tampa. This one's a good one because, I mean, Tampa controls their destiny, right? If they win here, they are in. I believe I just got to double check. Yeah, they you they can't win and ask. In. You can't ask for a better yeah. team to play on a win and in situation. Yeah, <laughs> it's a layup. <laughs> Like they just can't score. They're they're so bad. Yeah, yeah, so but bad. Carolina actually the last two weeks they've been like putting up a bit of points, right? Or I or sorry, they didn't put up any against Jacksonville. The week yeah. before, I think they won a game, and then the other one, the week previous to that, they were like pretty close. Um, or that might have been vice versa, but yeah, Tampa looked awful last week. They better not look awful because they're on a winning in against the worst team in the league. So you got to win this game. Um, yeah. Yeah. Do or die. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Do you really want to be in the playoffs, Baker Mayfield? Well, yeah. make Carolina yeah. look bad. <clears throat> Cleveland, Cincinnati. Um, Cleveland is in. Cincinnati doesn't have any chance to make it. Um Cleveland potentially sits people here because they can't really get ahead of like, they're going to be fifth at fifth or sixth at best. So I don't know if they are in the whole, let's sit people kind of thing, but I imagine they're going to play it out and try to get a bit better because they may be able to use home field at some point with it because they could end up in fifth. Yes. Um, yes. So you, you're going to want to, they're going to want to play this one hard and potentially have home field if there's some spoilers on wildcard weekend. So, um, yeah, we're all on Cleveland. Cincy, obviously, they've looked okay. Um, but with Joe Burrow down and what's his name? Browning, Jake Browning. Um, I don't think they have what it takes to beat the Cleveland defense and Joey Flacco. Yeah, super, super unfortunate. I, I was hoping for more of Cincy this year. I mean, and for a while, they looked like they were having it eh, with that Burrow injury. It just seemed like 
kick the air right out of their tires. Didn't didn't Cincy beat the Niners? Am I am I wrong saying that? No, I think you're right. I think it was no, it was Cleveland. It was Cleveland, Minnesota, and Cincy. Was it Cincy? Maybe it was Cincy. I'm gonna, I'm gonna check on this. Well, either way, it's, it's just like I know at the beginning of the year, I was just like, man, they they just I felt like they had more to offer, and all year they just never picked it up. And yeah, that injury sealed the deal. Yeah, I mean, they had a shitty start, but then they turned it around, and it was looking good. And yeah, yeah, yeah. And after paying Joe Burrow, you know, they want to make the playoffs, but their chances are gone, unfortunately. I guess there's always Just next year. Bad. There's always <laughs> next year, eh? <laughs> yeah, there's always next year. <laughs> Good luck. Uh, Minnesota-Detroit, after Minnesota's showing last week, I don't even think they're going to show up to the field this week. So I went with Detroit, unfortunately. Uh, Minnesota needs a ton of help that we had discussed earlier to make the playoffs. They probably have like a 2% chance or something, like probably lower than that. Um yeah, I can't see Minnesota going into Detroit and beating Detroit, though. Rob, anything? No, Detroit's going to spawn. Like, <laughs> I, right. It's, I don't, we, we took it across the board. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, Jets, New England, uh, we're split on this. Rick and I both went New England. You guys both went Jets. Both teams not great. New England's look better in the last couple of weeks. That's why I ended up with New England. Why? Why are you guys on the Jets? Yeah, why? Well, I like I green like more than I like blue. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough. I don't know. Um, it was just one of them games where I looked at it and I was like, "Eh, Jets." Flip a coin. Yeah. Jets. No. Fair enough. I'm not taking New England if I don't have to. So, yeah. That's fair. Um, New Orleans or Atlanta traveling to New Orleans. We're all on New Orleans. Atlanta's looked awful. New Orleans obviously picked up a big win against Tampa last week. Um, they get a win, Tampa loss, they win the title. Um, or they get a win, Seattle loss, Green Bay loss. They can get into the playoffs. So they definitely need help. Um, because who is Seattle playing? like I'm missing it. Is it even on there? Sorry? Who's Seattle playing? Arizona. Arizona. There it is. Yeah. So, I mean, Seattle losing and Green Bay losing is tough for New Orleans to get in, but they need to win this game and then obviously those two things to get in. So, um, or a Tampa loss, but Tampa's probably locked up against Carolina. Um, yeah, division game. They're obviously tough. Atlanta is still fighting for a playoff chance, but they need a lot of help as well. Um, but we all we're all on New Orleans. Jacksonville, Tennessee. Tennessee plays good at home, but <laughs> they're not that good. Again, this is this is Did another they play spoiler one. like. <laughs> They could they could spoil it. I mean, Jacksonville Jacksonville just wins the division outright if they win here. Um yeah. And then they've got a couple of different options for a playoff berth. Um so I think they are good to get in here. 
don't know. Do you guys think there's any way Tennessee can play the spoiler? No. Doug Peterson, baby. Let's do it. Yeah, they can Fair play enough. the spoiler. I mean, you yeah, still have Derrick Henry. They do. They do. And they are playing at home. Jacksonville has looked kind of sloppy other than beating Carolina. but You still have Derrick uh, Henry. I mean, you can still yeah. pound the rock. Um, you've got a chance, but it's a slim one. It's slim? Yeah. Uh, Rams, San Fran. I picked Rams thinking San Fran was sitting, but also the Rams are sitting. I don't have much to say about this because I don't really know their backups, and I think it's just going to be a coin toss at this point. So, Another home team outdoors. San Fran's crowd will be happy. I'm probably switching was, to San was, Fran. Um, like they, they ran the ball great without McCaffrey last week. Mind you, the Rams uh, could be Elijah. Elijah Mitchell. Yeah, like they were looking yeah. pretty good. <laughs> Yeah, there's there's not much to say about that game. It's not really that big. I mean, the Rams I'm not going to watch for... it. Yeah, exactly. The Rams can play <laughs> for a better position, probably, but there are already... both teams are already in. So. This, this might be the napping section, right? So yeah, yeah. the four o'clock. Well, there's yeah. one game on at four that we're all probably going to watch, and it's coming up shortly here. Yeah, uh, Seattle, Arizona. I mean, if Arizona can play spoiler and beat Seattle, that'd be great. Because Pete Carroll would it probably would chew a hole through the earth if that happens. Choking that gum. Yeah. Um, right. Seattle has ways to make it. They need a win or a Green Bay loss. Um, like the flukiest team in the NFL, man. Like they just, they don't beat like, they can't beat like the really hard teams, but they'll definitely cover out. And, and I'm not saying Philly's a hard team by any means because they beat them. But they can beat teams like that, right? It, like I say, down to the wire. Seattle definitely yeah. has potential to make some people get some headaches in the NF, in the playoffs. However, they have they're not going deep. There's no friggin' way. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, and and like I said, they need a, a Green Bay loss, which is the next game here, Chicago Green Bay. So I'm actually on Chicago because I think they've been playing good football. I don't think Green Bay's performance last week against Minnesota is really telling of who Green Bay is. I think Green Bay is still a pretty sloppy team, and I think Chicago can come in here and, and pull it. And Luke went with the lock, and we got lock versus lock with Rick. So what do you think, yeah. Luke? How, how you feeling? Well, deep, you know what? First of all, I'll say I, I will cheer for Green Bay in this one. However, I, I'm just like, I watched Chicago play last week too, and they look great in that snow there. They're throwing yeah. the ball deep. They were confident in, in their catches. Um, I think they've won the last three out of their four as well. Same with Green Bay. Green Bay, Love is actually, I, I think I just wrote, he's running a 104.6 uh, QB rating in the last eight games. So it really does come down to him, right? If, if he's going to play a great game at home. But I think Chicago likes to play the spoiler. You know, they're all young. They're they're out to prove a point, and they want to they want to finish strong. And, and if they can upset yeah. their rivals all day, man, all day, that'd make me feel good. I know it would if, if I was playing in that game for Chicago. <laughs> yeah, the NFC North mentality is also fuck the Packers. I'm pretty sure that's yeah. everyone in the NFC yeah. North thinks that. So I'm also on the yeah. fuck the Packers train. <laughs> and, and weather won't be an issue for Chicago, right? They're playing the same climate. Like, it's not. Yeah. It doesn't matter. And there will be Chicago fans there. So I think 
I think Chicago has the full potential to play, uh, throw a wrench in their, their plans there. Yeah. Rob, how do you feel about Green Bay? Um, I mean, for me, it would be better that Chicago wins, right? But I, I still think Green Bay is the better team. Um, they're playing better football. Uh, and they're at home. Lambeau Field is very, very tough, especially this time of year. doesn't matter the weather. It's, it's still the atmosphere. So uh, I like Green Bay. All right. <clears throat> KC Chargers. All of us are on KC. Chargers are awful. They've potentially the second worst team in the league behind Carolina. Um, if Casey manages the, I mean, Casey's locked in at three. Um, maybe they sit, maybe they rest people. So that could make a difference, but um, yeah, if they're not resting people, I imagine Kansas city would walk all over the chargers. Yeah. They're, they're going to go. The chargers home field advantage doesn't even exist. And, yeah. and what a great game to go get some timing right with some stuff too, right? Like if, if you know, if, if the passes aren't working between Kelsey and Mahomes, maybe this is the time to get that down pat. Like I could see Kansas City coming in here and throwing up a ridiculous score just to get things right before the playoffs. Screw getting hurt. Screw all that risk. Go out there, get your timings, get, get all your plays together. I hate to say treat it like a practice game, but I mean – Chargers it pretty much is when you play in the Chargers. <laughs> yeah, like 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 you look at a guy like Keenan Allen, like he just it's wild. Imagine yeah. him on another team right now. Imagine him, you know, catching a ball in Cleveland or <laughs> you know, Wherever, to Detroit yeah. or something. Like, yeah, pretty like, much any of them. Unbelievable. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I have to agree with Luke. It's it's a good game to get your timing. Yeah, they need assuming it, they, they play them. It'll be interesting to see what they do. Yeah, it could be um, totally wrong, too. I usually am. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it really is. Who who knows what they're going to do, right? Like, you, you're locked in. You can't change your playoff position. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I would potentially just be sitting. But I, I get the whole point of coming in and trying to get your timing right. Maybe even have them play the first half or something, and that would be enough to beat the Chargers. So That's right. Uh, yeah. Denver and Vegas. Um, fire. Yeah, this game is terrible. I was a coin flip. Denver's going to play that backup quarterback, I'm sure. Neither of these teams can make it to the playoffs. Um, it's kind of just going out there and playing for pride. So... Yeah, I don't know. I, I just went with Denver. I, I really could. I should have taken Vegas, to be honest. I, I feel like Vegas has a better story going into the exit, like leaving the year. Just the way, you know, the clean house. What was it? Yeah. Season there where they get, had that. Get that another win for the interim coach. Yeah, man. I, I think like, I think Vegas is actually pretty positive right now. Um, I took Denver just sort of out of spite, to be honest. But yeah. at, at the end of the day, like this this whole division, if, if Casey goes out early, I'll tell you what, this whole division's off season is going to be the most interesting off season in all of the NFL, the entire division. Yeah. So they're going to just, they're going to have to implode, man. That's reasonable. Rob. Um, Yeah. It's another one of them games. I like kind of like you said, Reg, you just went with whatever team. Um, Yeah. Another game I, I'm not going to watch. 
Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't have interest in this game at all. <laughs> so red sorry. zone. Might, <laughs> you know, we'll catch it on red zone. That's about it. So yeah. All right, we got Philly Giants. So the <laughs> only person not taking Philly is the Philly fan, and we have Rob locking in Philly. So let's hear it. <laughs> Who do you want first? <laughs> Go, Rob. Go, Rob. <laughs> um, Philadelphia should blast everything off of the, the Giants. I don't care who is playing. It's Philadelphia. I mean, you're still going to have plenty of starters playing, and plenty of starters are better than the Giants' complete team. All right. Um, yeah, I think it's just like I looked at this game more like what you were saying with the Kansas City thing. Like this is your last opportunity to fix mistakes. So I'm, I don't know why I'm on Philly. I mean, the giants could win, but like, I'm not a fan of Philly at this point. Um, this is yeah. Fix, fix the timing, fix some mistakes kind of thing. But it, I think it's too little too late. So I think they had that opportunity last week to do, you know, yeah, against and, the Cardinals. and they couldn't. And I think, yeah. I think this team like arrogantly looks at other teams that, you know, they should be beating they aren't um mm-hmm. you know there's a couple things that they had right they, they have a great kicker they pretty much invented a whole new play with the brotherly shove um or a whole new way of doing it i should say and at the end of the day the play calling offensively is, is just abysmal it's if it's not a qb sneak you know it's it's throwing a, a ridiculously deep ball to hoping that someone will catch it they don't use their tight end enough um the, the defense couldn't stop the run if it hit a brick wall. Like, I don't think Philly has their heart in it. I think I think the team's in disarray right now, especially after losing to a team with three wins at home. It, it's a complete mm-hmm. embarrassment to that entire system. And when they lose this game to the Giants, if someone doesn't get fucking canned for the playoffs, <laughs> they'll get canned after the playoffs because <laughs> – Giants are going to come in here to do the same thing that everybody else is doing, the Bears, et cetera, and they're at home, and they're going to kick the living snot out of the unexpected Philadelphia Eagles again. If if Philly comes in and blows the Giants out of the water, I, I hope to God that happens, right? Obviously, I'm, I'm really hoping that, but from what I've seen all year, it ain't going to happen. And I know I came in the show like earlier on how happy I was, and it was like 10 and 1, blah, blah, blah. It, it did look good up to a point, right? And we knew that they had that big stretch of hard, real – tough games and they actually started off really well but every single game they play they seem to get lucky even when they played the vikings at the beginning of the year i think there's one game this year that i felt like you know what it's coming together i think it was against tampa bay they, they had a slow start they came out and they, they beat the crap out of tampa that's the only game that's it they, they shouldn't be 11 to 5 they, they should be a 500 team like i said it's, it's just it's not all tied together and they've they've been hung over from the super bowl all year so yeah, they look we'll see. they look like Vegas, they look like Denver, those kind of teams, right? Like they're just like, eh, yeah, they're okay. Yeah, they got all the talent in the world, man, sitting there in in it's just I I, I 100% blame coaching right now. Maybe not at Sirianni's level. Um I, I like the GM, but I I I feel like the offensive coordinator is like moving moving Brian Johnson in. It just seems like that new coordinator just seems it just coincides with everything not going right and yeah. yeah, I'm just a fan. I'm I'm nobody. Like, what do I know? But on the outside looking in, man, it's I finally lost it last weekend. 
<laughs> you can't yeah. lose to a I team like, the three wins. You can't. I like how you're confident in saying when the Giants win this weekend. So, um, yeah. Okay. I mean, if we had two locks, I feel like you're locking in the Giants there. I, I hope I'm wrong. I couldn't. I, I couldn't lock against my own team. I wouldn't do that. But I, I have no problems taking against them, especially yeah. when I'm pissed like this. <laughs> you need to get you all riled up. <laughs> no, it's good, bro. Uh, yeah, Dallas, Dallas, and Washington. Uh, we all went Dallas. There's no surprise here. Dallas wins here, and they win the division. So they are playing. They should be playing their asses off to win this game. Um, yeah, I can't see Washington winning it, but you know, you never know. Division game, but I think we're Dallas all doesn't like Dallas. outdoor games, but yeah, I, Dallas should destroy. I think they destroyed them last time they played. I think it was like over forty points. It's supposed yeah. to be like six degrees in Washington. Surely the hell Dak could throw four hundred yards in that. <laughs> um, and then yeah, Buffalo Miami. So this is a big, big game. Uh, this is going to be Sunday night, I guess, right? Um, yeah. Yeah, Sunday. I'm going with the Miami lock. I think Miami ran into the best team last week. I think they are still number two, number three in the AFC. I'm not that impressed with Buffalo. I know Buffalo's really turned it on in the last couple of weeks and picked up wins probably the last five, six weeks. Uh, but their wins are not that impressive um and i think miami will get out to an early lead here and just continue rolling with it i don't know what rick's mindset on buffalo i mean for sure buffalo can win here for like there's no question but uh i don't i don't have any good things to say about buffalo really other than they've picked things up the last couple weeks and you know you have josh allen they've been hard to get on all year yeah I think maybe the thing here is that we feel Buffalo's string of luck or string of winning has run out. You know, they, they've been on a run, and Miami's a very, very good team. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, um, there's there's some key injuries for Miami, though. I just picked up, um, I think uh, Chubb, Chubb is out. Waddle and uh, Ma- Ma- correct me if I say it wrong, Mostert. I have these guys in my other pool. They're both out. Like, yeah, yeah. There's some key players leaving, but they are at home. And I, like I said, it, it is at night. Uh, it's supposed to rain like a bastard there or something like that. So Buffalo is, is an outdoor team. I mean, Rick might be onto something here. Um, and, and frankly, I sort of like the underdog in these situations. Um, I didn't like how Miami blew up the Denver Broncos earlier in the year. I know that's that's sports for you, but I was just like, I don't know. Rookie coach left a bad taste in my mouth for them. It's it's a great game though. I'm I don't care who wins this to be honest. I'm just happy it's on that's the game we're watching at night. It's yeah, I'm game. happy it's a primetime game that we get to watch. Yeah, man. Exactly. Exactly. For sure. Rob, anything to add to that? Uh no, I think I've already, you know, it's yeah. It should be a good game. There's a lot of a lot to it and you couldn't ask for a better slot, of course. For sure. All right. Well, that's that's a wrap, boys. Um, thanks, Luke, for coming in and covering. Uh, it's a little different without Rick here. I think Rick's better at making it fast. And maybe I slowed it down because this was a long one. Um, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, it should be interesting to see how it all shakes out. I'm excited. Playoffs are coming. I'm sad, though, that 
the uh, season's almost over because I love football. Um, but yeah, it's wild. Yeah. yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a good weekend for football. It's a good one to yeah. to sit on your ass and watch, especially if it's all on Saturday, Sunday too, which is great. Um, but yeah, that that's the week. Uh, you guys got anything else? Nope. Thanks for letting me come on and vent about my own team. Appreciate it. I, uh, yeah. I was a little passionate about it before. Congrats, though. You know, Rob, Detroit's looking good. Same with Rick. Congrats to Rick. Reggie, I actually do have small hopes for Vikings. I I, got, I, I may chirp the Vikings fans a little bit, but I always hold them dear to my heart. <laughs> I guess, yeah. you know, it's always it's always fun. It's always like, you know, it, that's part of being a fan, right? So That's right, uh, yeah. Once playoffs start, she's no hold bars, though, right? <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> we uh, we always like when you come, Luke. That's for sure. And yeah, it's the end of the year. It's there's a lot of things that can happen here at the end. Week uh, 18 is going to be interesting for sure. Um, it'll shake some things up, but I'm hopeful that uh, we have a good playoff too. Yeah, yeah buddy. it should be good. All right, well. I'll just wrap it up then. So thanks for everyone that watched. Uh, and as usual, you can like, comment, subscribe, catch it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all that kind of stuff. Um, as well, if you're into lawn bowling, check out Rick Friday, 6.15 a.m. There should be a link below the video. Um, you can catch his game, his lawn bowling world championship in London, England. So uh, it's pretty good exciting. Luck, yeah, yeah, good, good luck, luck Rick. Rick. And, uh, yeah. Have a Guinness for Thanks. me over there. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks again. Right. Peace. Bye, folks. <laughs>